bullshit. You know, so I'm trying to get to the to the, to the core thing, to the core of what this Rolling Thunder thing is all about, and I don't have a clue because it's not it's about nothing. It's a, it's just something that happened 40 years ago. Well, we and that's the truth. Why don't we go down that road? Okay, we can. <laughs> let's go. All right, let's go. I don't remember a thing about Rolling Thunder. Okay. I mean, it, it happened so long ago. I wasn't even born. You know. Uh, uh, so what do you want to know? Take me. Yeah, we can't. We can't. We can't play the music. We can't. Good evening. Welcome to the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast. We talk about films. We talk about music. The Rolling Thunder Review, which is on Netflix, made and directed by Martin Scorsese about Bob Dylan's uh, 19 set, was it 1974? Rolling Thunder Review. Yeah. Good evening. So, today is a very interesting day. Okay, this was the 1975-76 Bob Dylan Rolling Thunder Review concert. Oh yeah, featuring Joan Baez and Jack Elliott and Bob Newworth. Why are we talking about this? Because 80 years ago, on May 24th, 1941, in Duluth, Minnesota, Robert Allen Zimmerman was born. Tomorrow is his birthday, so I thought let's do the celebration starting tonight, all weekend long, basically. He came to prominence in the 1960s, changed his name to Bob Dylan after Dylan Thomas. I can't really put, he's an iconoclast. He's been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's won an Academy Award. He's won a Grammy. He has written songs in every decade since the 1960s. There is nobody like him. He is the voice of the modern age. You think about the last part of the 20th century. Think of all of those songs. Woo! Look at these albums here. Bob Dylan, 1962. The Freewheeling Bob Dylan, 1963. The Times They Are Changing, 1964. Another Side of Bob Dylan, 1964. Bringing It All Back Home, 1965. Highway 61, Revisited, 1965. That was a year. Blonde and Blonde, 1966. John Wesley Hardy, 1967. Nashville Skyline, 1969. Self-Portrait, 1970. New Morning, 1970. Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, 1973. Dylan, 1973. Planet Waves, 1974. Blood on the Tracks, 
Saved, 1980. Shot of Love, 1981. Infidels, 1983. Empire Burlesque, 1985. Knocked Out, Loaded, 1986. Down on the Groove, 1988. Oh Mercy, 1989. Under the Red Sky, 1990. Good As I've Been to You, 1992. World Gone Wrong, 1993. Time Out of Mind, 1997, which won him the Album of the Year Grammy. Produced with Daniel Lemois. Love and Theft, also nominated for Album of the Year 2001. Modern Times 2006. Tougher Through Life 2009. Christmas in the Heart 2009. Tempest 2012. Shadows in the Night 2015. Fallen Angels 2016. Triplicate 2017. And Rough and Rowdy Ways 2020. Whoa. Bob Dylan. His, you know, his parents wanted to become a lawyer, wanted to become a doctor. That was not what was going to happen. And when he talks about the name change and he. We can't categorize him. You just can't. He does not trust the press, and you can see why. Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where um, I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? (laughs) <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. On this earth? <laughs> and this earth and in, uh, and then in a world we can't see. You ever look at music that you've written and look back at it and say, whoa, that surprised <laughs> me? I used to. Uh, I, I, I don't do that anymore. Uh, I don't know how I got to, to write those songs. What do you mean you don't know how? Well, those early songs were like almost magically written. Um, uh, darkness at the break of noon, shadows even the silvers. See, what's interesting is, so that's Bob Dylan and the late Ed Bradley of 60 Minutes. Bob Dylan at that point had written the book Chronicles about when he first came to New York from Minnesota in the 1960s. The coffee houses and yeah. Try to sit down and write something like that. Uh, th- there's a magic to that, and it's not uh, Siegfried and Roy kind of magic. You know, it's a it's a different kind of a penetrating magic. And uh, you know, I did it. I, I I did it at one time. You don't think you can do it today? Uh-huh. Does that disappoint you? Well, you can't do something forever, and uh, I did it once, and. I can do other things now, but I, I, I can't do that. And so what's interesting is to look back upon his career from the beginning. There's a really great documentary called No Direction Home by Martin Scorsese. This is before Rolling Thunder Review, where we get this is a four hour documentary. Shit, it could have been 16 hours when it comes to Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. 
They had ambitions to uh, set out and find, like an odyssey, going home somewhere. I'm set, I'm set out to find uh, this home that, that I'd left a while back, and I couldn't remember exactly where it was, but I was uh, on my way there. And uh, encountering what I encountered on the, on the way was how I envisioned it all. I, I didn't really have any ambition at all. I was born very far from where I'm supposed to be, and so I'm on my way home. found a guitar in the house that my father bought actually i found something else in there that's kind of mystical overtones there was a great big mahogany radio it had a 78 turntable when you opened up the top and i opened it up one day and there was a record on there, a country record it's a song called drifting too far from shore The sound of the record made me feel like I was somebody else. And then, uh, you know, that I, that I was maybe not even born to the right parents or something. Isn't that interesting? In terms of the name change, he's like, I was, I was born to the wrong parents, you know what I mean? And so I had to travel somewhere else, which was New York City. Yeah. That's when he was Robert Zimmerman. And then it took, you know, took him to become Bob Dylan. There is a really great film where Kate Blanchett plays Bob Dylan. There's several Christian Bale plays Bob Dylan. I'm not there or I'm not here. Yeah. People have done it. I mean, Jimi Hendrix did all along the watchtower. Written by Bob Dylan. Cher did All I Want to Do. Written by Bob Dylan. The Birds did Hey Mr. Tambourine Man, Play a Song for Me. Written by Bob Dylan. Garth Brooks recorded Bob Dylan's song To Bring You My Love. It became a hit. All these people take Bob Dylan's songs and, and well, they, you know, uh, even, uh, what's that band, uh, Uh, Guns and Moses they did Knocking on Heaven's Door times they are changing PJ Harvey did a really great uh, version of Highway 61 Revisited on her Rid of Me album Rage Against the Machine did um, Maggie's Farm they really pumped it up and so that that is the essence of Bob Dylan. Even though other people record the songs, you know those are his lyrics. Remember when Cheryl Crow, she put out the Globe Sessions and she put a song in there that he, he didn't put on Time Out of Mind called Mississippi. And, it, and I listened to it and it said written by Bob Dylan and you could hear Bob Dylan's lyrics, even the way she sang them. So he's got this way of touching a song he, he writes it he puts it out he, and then he you know Mavis Staples said it best Mavis Staples was she said she didn't think oh okay you know he, he doesn't know what heartache is and then she was so wrong and she said she listened to Bob Dylan singing 
and writing, you know, the times they are changing, uh, how many roads must a man walk before he becomes a man? The answer, my friend, is blown in the wind. And she started to realize that the songs he was writing were inspirational. And that's from Mavis Staples. And I know that later on, he asked for her hand in marriage. And I, I don't know. They, they're still very good friends. Bob Dylan loved Mavis Staples. He also loved Joan Baez. So the, the story of Bob Dylan is a long one. And I mean, we, we would be here till Christmas talking about everything that he's done. The Nobel Peace Prize for literature. Yes, he's been in some films. We're not going to talk about the romantic relationships. Because why? Why? His legacy is... This is interesting. Between 1964 and the middle of 1966, Dylan created a body of work that remains unique. Drawing on folk, blues, country, R&B, rock and roll, gospel, British beat. Symbolist, modernist, and beat poetry, surrealism, and Dada, advertising jargon, and social commentary. Fellini and Mad Magazine, he forged a cohort and original artistic voice and vision. The beauty of these albums retains the power to shock and console. That's Bob Dylan. There's been so much written about Bob Dylan. I don't... Here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's about that art. It's about what he is able to conjure for you. He, yeah, he's created a character. He's very smart. And he has said that the press always mess with him. Because, you know, they try to make him out to be a lunatic or a drunk. And that's sad that they want to misinterpret this amazing artist who is misunderstood but those of us who listen to the music and feel it truly understand him and then there are those who just want to strike up a conversation with him in the 60s they would go to his house and talk about macro you know he'd say yeah people camp out at my house and want to talk about macrame and philosophy yeah <laughs> why He's, I mean, documentaries, Don't Look Back, Eat the Document, No Direction Home, 6165 Revisited, Trouble No More, Rolling Thunder Review. As an actor, he was in the BBC Night Play, The Madhouse on Castle Street, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, Ronaldo and Clara, Hearts of Fire, Backtrack, Paradise Cove, Mast and Anonymous. He's conjured so many different moments people often talk about pop pop stars that you know like to change are often said to 
redefine, you know, reinvent themselves. No. Bob Dylan's been doing that shit for years. Not only in his professional life, but his personal life. And it's not so much reinventing, but because there's so many different layers to Bob Dylan, as are all people. There are just many different layers to people. And Bob Dylan proves this time and time again as a performer, as a writer. As a writer, as a performer, as an artist. (sighs) I mean, it's going to take two days to talk about him. He's known for blowing in the wind. The times there are changing, which talk about the civil rights movement, the anti-war movement. Hard rain's going to fall. And then in 1965... He went electric. People started screaming, Judas! Because they saw him as a prophet, which he hated. So what does a prophet do? He fucked it up, which is good. He overturned that apple core, went electric, boom, and had this band called the band behind him, which became the band. Hello. I'm not going to work on Maggie's farm no more. Uh, Subterranean homesick blues. And like a rolling stone. And Dylan went electric. He also went further inward. and did a lot of country music. You know, lay, 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 lay. He did a duet with Johnny Cash. Johnny, Johnny Cash. I'm so lonesome I could cry. In 1997, this is what I when I got into him. He put out Time Out of Mind. It was the beginning of a renaissance for his career. Yeah. I had this really asshole English teacher in high school. And he would play Time Out of Mind. And that really got me into Bob Dylan. And and then I got, but see, I got into Dylan in reverse because, you know, most people listen to the first album and here I am listening to an album that he made. He was supposedly, I mean, I don't know the whole story. I don't think any of us do. He was at Death's Door. He was at Death's Door. He had a very debilitating illness. He didn't tour with Time Out of Mind that year. The album was already mixed, ready to go. And and it became it became an expression. It became an expression time out of mind. I mean there's <laughs> that moment that he was at the Grammys and he's performing Love Sick. I'm Love Sick. And the guy's got soy bomb on his chest and he's dancing and I'm going to tell you this. I remember watching that now, now that I know what I know about Bob Dylan, and he is a joker of sorts. He's a Gemini. Hello. I think he planned that. I Don't quote me on that now. Um, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, quote me on it. Because peop- he looked shocked and bewildered, but at the same time, I'm thinking now, 
after studying Bob Dylan, that's the kind of shit he would pull just to mess with people, which I think is funny. You know, he said, hey, I want you to go out there. When I hit that note and I play the guitar, I want you to go out there. I want you to rip your shirt off. It's a soy bomb. I want the audience to think I am bewildered. I don't want them to know that we planned this. Yeah, probably, probably, huh? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to dive into Bob Dylan for the next two days. And and I'm going to tomorrow talk about the film where all these different actors play Bob Dylan from Christian Bale to uh, uh, Kate Blanche at uh, Ben... Uh, I, forget, I can't say his name. I'm going to have to pronounce it in the next day. Uh... Who else is? Oh God, it's a it's a cast of characters that play Bob Dylan. Um, you know, people try to portray him. He is. It's hard to really describe him. Johnny Mitchell said something about him once. And, and, and you know she she has her opinions and, and you know I, I like Joni Patty Smith loves Bob Dylan Patty Smith looks up to Bob even now even now um here we go this is what we're gonna talk about tomorrow I'm not there directed by Todd Haynes Sick actors depict the facets of Dylan's public personas. Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Marcus Carl Franklin, Richard Gere, Heath Ledger. This was his final film to be released during his lifetime. And Ben, how do you say his name? I, I mean, if I could find it. Oh, shoot. It's like when it, you don't want it to. Ah, uh, here we go. Because you know I'm I'm all about saying it right. I'll just pull it down right here. Okay. It was actually a good movie. I talked to people who didn't like it. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, here we go. Ben Wishaw. What is it? Ben Wishaw? He's British. He played Bob Dylan. Yeah. A caption at the start of the film declares it to be inspired by the music and the many lives of Bob Dylan. This is the only mention of Dylan in the film apart from his song credits. And his only appearance is in concert footage from the 1966 shown during the film's final moments. <sighs> Kate Blanchett received an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress for playing Bob Dylan. Yep. Yep. The plot, I'm Not There, uses a non-linear narrative, shifting between six characters and separate storylines, inspired by the music and many lives of Bob Dylan. Each character represents a different set facet of Dylan's public persona. Poet Arthur Rambeau, a prophet, Jack Rollins, father of Outlaw, Billy McCarthy, fake, Woody Guthrie, rock and roll martyr, Jude Quinn, and star of electricity, Robbie Clark. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Because tomorrow is Bob Dylan's 80th birthday. We're right now on the East East Coast. It's already... 
where he's from. He's from Duluth, Minnesota. He's in. He he made his way to New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Bob. Let's continue this, man. Let's continue this. Thank you so much for 80 years of being yourself. Happy birthday, Bob Dylan. We love you. And always, on the 24th of May, Unpleasant Dreams. Unpleasant Dreams.